This is a HeadGum Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Your specific facts will almost always change the outcome, and you should always seek an attorney before doing anything. Literally anything. Ryan Morrison is an attorney licensed in New York, and Austin and O'Connor are just normal humans not licensed to do anything anywhere. Proceed with caution. Welcome to Robot Congress. I'm Ryan Morrison. And I am Austin Hoffman. And I'm Ryan O'Connor. Yeah! And this week we are here to give our wrap-up of PAX Unplugged, talk about Thanksgiving, and that's it. We're going to talk about uh, PAX Unplugged because that thing was it was such an awesome convention. And it was in Philadelphia, and it was the first ever PAX Unplugged. I've never been to a PAX before. First, first off, a couple things. One, it is not really... A PAX in the sense that PAX is basically Comic-Con for video games. It's a huge theatrical event. There's giant booths set up. There's an endless array of things to do and see in panels. This wasn't that. This was a lot of, it was unplugged. So it's for board games and it's for card games. And it, it was really cool. It was way better than I was anticipating. And I had a great time. But before we get into that, I have something much more important to discuss. And it was as uh, better as I was anticipating. No. Much, much more important. And first and foremost, I apologize. I am on the road again. My Yeti is not with me, so this on is the, the current again. microphone. They're called Sasquatches. With. No, the microphone. Shut up. So today I did something I've not done in, in ever before. I, As you know, I grew up an impoverished youth, and I went to Supercuts my entire life. Like $9, you get a haircut. You're in and out in 15 minutes. You tip them 5 bucks. Everybody's happy. That's the day. But today, as we're recording this, it is Sunday. And I was super pressed for time. I had to get to an event that night. And most barbershops are not open Sunday. I found one place that was open till 6. It was 5.30. I raced over there. I was that asshole that came in late. But it was one of those, like, $80 haircut places. Oh, I and got an $80 haircut once. I've never done it before. It changed my life. It's I'm never going back. It's my new luxury. First off, I was super uncomfortable when I walked in. They were like, here's a robe. Would you like to take off your button down and put this on and blah, blah. And it was already just too much. And Supercuts, you sit down and they throw a cloak over you and they <laughs> kind of stab at you with scissors for 10 minutes and that's it. Yeah. But here they, they sat me down with this luxurious robe. It was the most comfortable I've ever been. They went up and then all of a sudden she started massaging my shoulders and neck for like 15 minutes. And I was in a hurry, but couldn't stop it. It was incredible. So now I'm relaxed in a really comfortable robe, sitting in a chair and she starts cutting my hair and i say how i normally cut and she's like no 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 not today and she starts cutting her own way and it looks way better it's just the best it's ever looked and i'm never going back it, it was the most luxurious experience of my life have you ever gone to a, a nail salon have you have you had like a manicure or anything like that oh, they massage awesome. your shoulders there too uh, i was waiting for a game store to open one time and there was a nail salon right next to it and it said seven dollars manicure i never had a manicure before i'm like you hey, know seven dollars that's my uh yeah battle net. ah there you go uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, you know, screw it, I'll do it. And it was really nice, and the massage your shoulders, and I get the occasional manicure and pedicure with Cynthia, very, very, very occasional. I bite my nails, so I'm not allowed in those places. For an oh, hour and a half long. But then, when the haircut was over, she goes into the drawer, and she, she like, I'm laying, I have my head back, because she's, like, rinsing off the, the hair, because every other place I've ever been, you get a haircut, it's in your t-shirt all day. Here, she, like, rinsed off my head, so it was all gone. But as I'm laying there, she's, she takes this towel out and she starts, like, waving it around. And then she just says, oh, that one wasn't powerful enough. 
And she oh, pushed yeah, it back right. and started doing it with another towel. And I was really, because of the kind of relationships I've had in the past and the kind of idiots I talked to, I really thought she was like doing something spiritual with a towel. And she's like, this isn't powerful enough. But no, she put it on my face and it was like six million degrees. It was just a hot towel to, to literally lay it over my entire face in the most uncomfortable 30 seconds of my life as I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Do I take it off myself? Do I sit up? Yep. I hated it. You just let but, them do whatever. Well, the yep. hot towel is usually supposed to be so you can get a shave right after too, but you keep yours at like pre-stubble. Yeah, pre-stubble is the way to go. It's the best setting in every MMO. <laughs> uh, but uh, You look seasoned <laughs> and rough and ready for exactly. adventure. So, PAX Unplugged, let's get into it. So I was excited to go to PAX myself because all I wanted to do was play Starfinder, which is the the new role-playing game by Paizo. The people who make Pathfinder have now set one in the future called Starfinder. I wanted to try it out. And me and two buddies went there, and we got online, and they're like, okay, we're going to be ready in like 20 minutes. And then someone decided to join in on the fun with us. No, that's not at all what happened. What happened was Austin and myself came in a little late because we were uh, we had to drop off one of our buddies' bags at Will Call or something, but we were two minutes behind you. I mean, we walked right up to you, and there happened to be two guys behind you in line who had already given their names and were waiting. And I understand that at a convention, it sucks to wait in line. You want to be next on the table. But this was Friday. It was dead. There was no one there. The there weirdest was... part is we didn't even give our names. Like we, we, They were just like, oh, you got three guys? All right, just wait here. Yeah, and they would have absolutely had room but these two gentlemen ahead of me basically said no no whoa whoa we were first we're gonna play with your friends so austin and i were <laughs> like what and they basically i to be perfectly honest i kind of got pissy and threw a fit i was like no fuck you fine enjoy it have have fun with the game you, was it kinda or was yeah. it exactly what it, it was, was exactly like that and then he and then he i remember he started saying no your friends are gonna be mad and i was like no please it's your special picnic Happy day. Go enjoy it. And I'm play. sure you'll I, have more fun with my friends than I would. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of stormed off, to be honest. But uh, hey, if you guys are listening, go to hell. <laughs> yeah, you random dudes. But how was the actual game once you started playing? I played an android, which in the future, there are robots and they're allowed to live their own lives. And he was an operative, which was kind of like a, like a thiefy, thiefy type dude. OK, the races right. are cool. Yes, and then I, so they have uh, but, Android and Ratman. Those are the two yeah, races, right? The, I don't know how to say it. I think it's called the Yasoki, I believe. Yeah, but they're like pretty much like Rocket Raccoon, but Rat People. We were supposed to be members of the Starfinder Society, which are supposed to be oh explorers. But for some reason, I took it as that I was an operative of the Starfinders, so I just played a cop. And the guy kept t- like the, the guy who was running was like, "You're you're not a police officer." I'm like, "Uh huh." Noted. <laughs> every t- anytime there's a bad guy, I was like, Starfinder Society, freeze! <laughs> <laughs> and, and then eventually he started role-playing the bad guys. He's like, we're, we're not going to freeze. Like, you're not a police officer. There's, act- <laughs> there's actual police on the space station, and you're not one of them. I'm like, whatever, I get results. I played with you guys on Sunday, and uh, we did space combat, and it was pretty cool. And uh, I, if you haven't played tabletop games, this is all boring and terrible, but, you know, deal with it. It's a nerd show. We did the space combat, which is normally not great in those kind of role-playing games, but they kind of figured it out here the one problem was i got given the science officer which was basically just roll to buff other people every turn and it was super boring uh apparently that gets a lot more fun later in the game but but okay. the problem with morsons was is they because they give you the pre-generated characters his character had a good uh, uh, had a good wisdom score and not a good intelligence score uh, and to be a science officer you have to be good with intelligence of course. so like they gave him a suboptimal character 
it's like if you were like, I'm going to play Tracer and Overwatch, but I'm going to try to tank for you guys. It's like you just can't do that. Like that's that's not going to happen. So he he what he was not given a character that was good at buffing. So not only was the buffing not that great to start, he also got a character that was kind of shitty at it. You tell me a story, Austin. Tell me stories. What'd you do? Oh man. Okay. So the problem was I've. I've the last time I was at a convention was Icon, and that was, like, the only other convention I've ever really been to, and that was, like, 15, God, 15 years ago? Maybe something like, something crazy like Around that. Around that time, yeah. Uh, and this was a real, like, serious convention, PAX. But this was super-duper cool because I was so excited about all, like, the, the RPGs and the and not so much the board games, but what I ended up doing was walking around in, in, in a daze. That's basically what I did Friday. Uh, however, Friday... We did sit down. There, there is this whole alley of like demo games of like developers that are that are demoing their game, and you play it. And if you like it, hey, you can buy it. Uh, we sat down and we played a game, uh, a card game called Dwarves. And uh, the reason that it caught my eye was because the the art was really um, stark and simple. It's just like silhouettes of dwarves like being caved in on, and it kind of reminded me of Dwarf Fortress. It's called Dwarves Dig, Delve, Die, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, that looks really cool. So uh, so, so myself and a couple friends, we, we went and sat down and we played the game. And So is it like a, is it a deck builder? Is it a worker placement? It's not a deck builder, because you're just pulling cards out of the deck, and, like, that's digging deeper into the mine. Like, you can get, like, the Balrog, and that screws everybody and it's, it's it it was a super fun game and two of us bought it and i haggled with the guy so i i i had i had you a fun haggled time. yes i haggled because two of us were buying it so it was gonna be what the, I think these are like, poor independent developers of a game and you're you're stealing money out of their kids mouths i i had a great time playing that game and i also had a good time so you haggling. should pay full price and support them I did Austin. support it by buying his game. Austin, you're a monster. Two of us were buying it, and it was going to be... I'm, I'm making a, a promise on Robot Congress right now. I'm going to look up the creator of that that board game and send him the money that you stole from them. Okay, so I stole from him $10 then, because Good. they were $25 each, and two I'm of us were buying them, and I'm like, hey, would you do 40 for the two of them? And he's like, you know what? I like you guys. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, hold on. I, I do... I in, in the history of life, I think I've done this maybe once or twice, but I might have to defend Austin only because I have to call out my own bullshit. Because I bought an expansion to a game and I asked the guy how much it was. He went, oh, it's 10 bucks. And I went, OK, cool. So I take it off the shelf. I come over and he brings it up and he goes, oh, it's 12. And I went, oh. And we both kind of had that look for a second. It just goes, eh, I said 10D. I'm like. Thank you very much, sir. So in that circumstance, did I haggle with him or was it just a, a nice set of circumstances for me? Because that also happened oh, at the same time this happened. More so the nice set of circumstances. Uh, uh, because I, I legit haggled with a guy because uh, – by the way, so, so you can send uh, you can send the $10 to uh, – it's, it's imbalanced games. Well, I played the greatest game ever created <laughs> and not with you three. But for honestly, it's this is it's going to break my heart how few people listening to this even know this movie, because I know we have a younger audience. But Big Trouble in Little China is one of the greatest movies ever made. It is and very good. We saw the, the board game there. And I said, well, there's no way that's good <laughs> because <laughs> I assumed, you know, you, you these any game that has an IP from a movie video game wise, at least, is usually awful. Yeah, uh, no, yeah that's your mistake. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple good ones, and in fact, the best one ever. Do you know what it is? Ghostbusters. Oh, oh, no. Well, that actually was a great game, but but so fine too. I'll give you Ghostbusters. Yeah, best video game made from a movie. Alien Three for Sega Genesis. That game was the shit. No, stupid answer. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was Chronicles of Riddick, greatest game ever made. Oh, the uh, did, did Vin Diesel Butcher voice. Butcher Bay was so good. Get, if you get Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay, you will be a happy boy. Uh, just go do that. So we sit down and I'm blown away immediately by the insane detail on these figures. Uh, the, the three p- printed figurines are incredible. Then we start actually playing and the mechanics are fun. The Everything you do has flavor text that the person to your left has to read. And it's funny. It, it really captured the essence of the movie and it was so well made. Kudos to those guys. Big Trouble in Little China game. Dot com, I think. I don't know. Google and it. As I recall, you like pre-ordered the game right then and there. I, I pre-ordered it like, yeah, a, a turn in. It, I could just tell it was going to be a fun and awesome game and I, we wouldn't get to try it all. And I, I would have bought it just for the book. It was way more expensive than anticipated. It was a hundred bucks. No, uh, so well, welcome, welcome that, to premium. That's board the way games. Of the, yeah. It's called premium or, or known as parlor games. It, I mean, you're going to just say like, okay, so that's just a load of bullshit, but that's like the new wave is the custom miniatures is what brings that price up. To I, that I mean, now. listen, I'll be honest. It's a six player game with a ton of mechanics and a ton of different ways to play it out. I, I we're going to get a lot of use out of it. So I was happy to get it. And the best part I forgot to say about the, the, the game was when my character, <laughs> I, I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I went into O'Connor where where it was a bank, right? Well, I, if you want my perspective on it, so I had to run away for a quick second, nature called, and I run back and I see Morrison with his head in his hands <laughs> with his character Eddie in the bank, and there's three giant miniatures surrounding his character. So there's, just like, there's demons and everything all around this map. You're literally fighting a giant, a god, and, and you're you're going against all these just crazy beasts. And my character, on the other hand, was asked to leave the bank because they were closing by a security guard. <laughs> and I took a lot of offense to that. And, and it's, this is not me role-playing. This is literally what happened <laughs> with my character. He, I, got, I got very offended by the way the security guard asked me to leave. So I pushed him. And then he, he called two other security guards. And they drew machine guns and started shooting at me. So... <laughs> All of a Wait, sudden, so like getting... you drew the card and that told you how your character reacted? I mean, things escalated and I may have made some poor decisions and I may or may not have pushed him by choice because there are options in the game with each event. But uh, the, security par- the security guard politely informs you that you should leave now. Oh, uh, I draw, when draw a, rash- a card. Sometimes when a rational person is given an irrational request, he has no choice but to respond with his fists. That's what my card said. And I, <laughs> I went ham. I went ham at these guys. And there's a mechanic in the game where if you die, you go to hell and come back, but you bring a demon with you that you have to kind of fight and your teammates have to help you with. <laughs> so I'm literally in this bank. Everyone else is like playing the game and fighting fighting these evil <laughs> gods, demons. I'm in a bank getting lit up by security guards and I keep dying and summoning a demon, dying and summoning a demon <laughs> until the bank is just me, three security guards, and like an endless army of demons and O'Connor tries to come in and get me, and then he gets instantly killed, and we're just rapid summoning demons in this goddamn game. And it's the, it's honestly one of the most fun games ever, and we only played like three rounds of it. I highly recommend it. Oh, man, it, and that convention was so dist- – oh, did you guys got hit like bandanas too, right? I, I, I walked up to yeah, the table. Yeah, they, they, they were next to the Rambo booth, so we got Rambo bandanas. Oh, uh, same, same game designer. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say, though, just as an aside of this whole event and the whole experience, we, we saw someone there, our buddy Jordan, who we probably should have had come on this podcast, uh, who we haven't seen in, in over 15 years. He played games with us growing up. We connected again recently on Facebook and we said, hey, why don't you fly out? It'd be fun here and we can, uh, you know, get uh, get together again. And it was. We, Jordan's awesome. Jordan lives in Chicago now. And uh, like I said, we connected again on Facebook and we 
uh, agreed to go to PAX Unplugged together. He flew out and met us. And uh, it was really great because I got to see you two, which I don't see that much anymore in person. Yeah, uh, I got to see Jordan, which was great. I met some of your friends, Austin. Uh, O'Connor doesn't really have friends, but I met people that I know through O'Connor. And, uh, <laughs> that walk alongside him and, and talk sometimes. Yeah. I hate you guys so much. Uh, but it was great. And, and uh, it really kind of... What were they? Sixty dollar three day passes. Yeah, to his, yeah. Uh, the three day pass is sixty bucks. I got one for Carson and myself. I I, I covered my little brother's uh, trip, and we we had a great time. Yeah, and we split a whole big Airbnb. We we got pretty cheap flights. Oh my god, that Airbnb! How about we talk about our Airbnb? I I went from hating you to being like, you did good. You did well, good. I don't know anything about Philadelphia. I have a couple friends, uh, the two that were there that live near uh that live near pa or used to live there and so when i was checking out the airbnbs i sent them the location and uh and and the one that that used to live there was like oh yeah that's that, that's a fine pl- that's a fine spot like you know, it, it should, shouldn't be a problem and then we actually got there and the location was is cd not a nice word ha, ha, okay, cd's, how, fine. CD's I, fine i think I, I got the biggest chuckle as we're driving in because we, on the corner of where the Airbnb was was a bar with bars on the windows. Was that so a bar? That was a double, bar. It's a double bar. It's the bar. It's the bar bar. It's, it's the bar bar. Oh, it's like it's like when you get bar on a slot machine. You get three bars. Oh wait, where was the third bar? Oh, there was a bar inside the bar because it was a bar that had a bar inside and there were bars in the windows. So yes, so the outside, the neighborhood. But but that, hold on. So listen, O'Connor and I lived in in some awful areas in upstate New York, and we've we've really like gotten through some tough times together but the rest of the crew there are these out of a movie stereotypical white suburbanite nerds and we're walking to this airbnb in not a nice area and there's this giant security bolt on the door and they start just going hey what's the code again i think it's four zero five zero and they're like screaming to each other down the block just telling the whole block how to easily walk into our airbnb at any time but I didn't even care. I mean, it was just – it was adorable to watch, and I just – I let it happen. I didn't even try to help you guys. So it not was, a great locale for the Airbnb. Uh, but, and then we went inside, and the pictures were accurate. It was a nice, modern-looking, dressed-by-Ikea uh, living space. That was, like, the most passive-aggressively, like, basic white bitch comment you've ever It was made. a nice, dressed-by-Ikea living space. I would say it was like a wizard's secret hideout in the middle of a shit. I, I did like the description of it as a wizard's mansion. Like you walk from like like this crazy place, and then and you walk into another crazy place, and they're completely different. Because yeah, that I didn't is what say, it was. But, but you didn't the say that. The upstairs sucked. The downstairs sucked. This guy balled out on the first floor, so we could take a bunch of awesome pictures for Airbnb, and it worked. And honestly, we just stayed almost the first floor most of the time. It was fine. Loved it. The and, beds were uh, awful. The pillows were awful. Every part of it was awful except that ballin' ass living room. But it was great, and it made great pictures of the Airbnb. We're going to give them five <laughs> stars. I gave them four out of five stars. Are you serious? What? Yes! Have you heard of HelloFresh? HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers awesome step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy it. 
Uh, you can choose your delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits. Uh, you know which ingredients go with which recipe. You can pause the account for weeks at a time when you're not there. Uh, it gets delivered right to your door in recyclable insulated packaging. HelloFresh offers a variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. They're pretty awesome and they come in classic veggie or family plans. You can get meat, you can get fish, you can get vegetarians. HelloFresh makes it easy to cook delicious balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal, which is awesome if you're cooking for a family or even if you're just cooking for one or two people. Use coupon code CONGRESS30. That's CONGRESS30. It is so easy to cook these meals. They are easy to follow and they're freaking awesome. Personally, my favorite was the sesame beef tacos. Uh, they have pickled vegetables in them. They are a, a fresh fantastic take on tacos. Oh, and it's the only place that I enjoy cilantro. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code CONGRESS30, that is CONGRESS30, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. This summer, it's the perfect time to create your own website. You can make a splash for your business. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or even online businesses because it's online on the internet squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers analytics that help you grow in real time built-in search engine optimization 24 7 award-winning customer support and nothing to patch or upgrade ever you get free and secure hosting with squarespace people that use squarespace are people like jewelry designers clothing designers instructors record labels gyms and studios real estate brokers and gamers. Check out Squarespace at squarespace.com. Register a domain name, start your free website or online store trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code ROBOT to save 10%. That's offer code ROBOT. I gave you four out of five stars. What is Robot Congress's only motto? Hashtag five stars only for Robot Congress. But only if you but only if you mean it. That dude, okay, you know why? Because multiple people complained to me about the mattresses and the pillows. Austin? Yes? Did you give give an an honest review? What do you mean? Yeah. Why are you doing this, Austin? Why are you walking into this? (laughs) Because I'm the So you honestly felt that maybe it wasn't exactly perfect and therefore did not deserve five stars. Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't, the four out of five stars wasn't because it was not perfect. Five out of five stars would be if it was like like okay yeah that was that was like that was a good place there was there were like no you know there, there were no major problems with it. Stabbing the me in the back here, right now. Oh, the issue so here, mm, delicious. The issue here was that I had multiple people complaining to me about the beds and the uh-huh. pillows. That was the, pro- the that was, oh and the, the fact that there was never any any hot you're water. Off the and yeah, oh, you're a I, monster. Oh, I gave it four out of five stars because of the the location. You are and a because monster. of the bed. You and are a man, Austin, and you're a man who has opinions, and you stick by those opinions, and you give it to it straight. That's I can't good. believe you switched to O'Connor's side on this. I really I, don't and, and see with... any issues here. You don't always give five stars, but you give five stars Austin, to things that deserve, you... like, four on, or five pause, stars. Pause, yeah. pause, because I'm genuinely worried you're having a stroke. I love it. No, I know exactly what we're talking about. You personally, uh-huh. on a recording that I make Xander to listen to every day, uh-huh. went on and on uh-huh. about how you only give five-star reviews. I don't only give five-star reviews. We talked about this forever. at length about how you give five stars or, or, or that's it because we, we discussed what st- we discussed what ratings mean and like 
Uh, oh, Connor, like this is insane. This is, this is no, this is fantastic. I am so. I'm so happy that you are a man with opinions, Austin. All that, all that aside, we're forgetting the most important part of the weekend. Now, that again, dinner that we waited 45 minutes for the check at. I am not a. <laughs> yeah, I tried to be nice and buy everyone dinner, and we wound up waiting 45 minutes to get the check. 45 minutes at a place called Irish Pub. It wasn't, and I'm, I might be underselling it. It might be more than 45 minutes. It wasn't Marty's Irish Pub or Paul O'Shanahan's. It was just Irish Pub. There's oh, I did see a second them. Irish Pub before we left. But all that said, it wasn't even the most exciting part of the weekend. I am not the same tabletop role player that you guys are. I don't play D&D anymore. I don't play any of these games anymore. I barely played them when we were kids. Oh, I, shut I, up. You're you're covering your tracks. Only. No, I was I played L5R nonstop. I played I never played Magic really. I was I played a lot of different games, but I, I, I did oh yeah, I didn't play Magic. I just played L5R. I I yeah, it's you know, I I, I rise above. I, and I, I, I also about. just I listen. It's not like I didn't play D and D. I certainly played, but I was never. I like, know I outed you at Quiznos in front of the cool kids. I was never a weekly player with you guys, but I mm-hmm. wanted this to be a good podcast, and I wanted us to really experience everything in this culture while we were at this event. And I saw on a poster that they were having a LARP, and now I know what LARPing is from you guys making fun of it and from the movie Role Models. So I expected to like go put on some armor that they had, hit each other with foam swords, and, and just kind of figure it out. <laughs> but that's not what you signed us up for. It's, no, sir. Well, unintentionally. So there, there was vampire, vampire the Masquerade LARPing was there, and I had, had no idea what that meant. And I was like, oh, my God, we're doing this. We're going to all go LARP together. You went and where I, I couldn't follow, Mr. Frodo. I expected all of you guys to get so excited about it. Like, yeah, Morrison wants to LARP. Let's do this. And complete opposite reaction. All of you were immediately like, we were with what nine people. Everyone was immediately like, no way, we're not. I, we're I was, not I was for it. Uh, you were as drunk as I was. Everyone else doesn't. Uh, really yeah, drunk. let's see here. Uh, no, most of you went and got drunk it. before beforehand. Well, so that's that's right. We went down and signed up, and she in the pamphlet it said oh, only the first hundred and twenty can play. First come, first serve. Sign up start at ten a.m. So this was like 1 p.m. when I found it out. And I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's probably full. Let's go. And I made everyone race down there to sign up. And she's like, oh, yeah, you can just kind of show up later whenever. Uh, these never fill up. <laughs> I was like, cool. We're lucky. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so O'Connor and I, as we usually prepare for most things, decided to go to an Irish pub and get hammered. Uh, and that we did. This was after the Irish I, pub. I decided I was going to be Wesley Snipes undercover as a Rastafarian vampire, undercover as an English vampire, just so I could do all the accents I know, uh, but secretly secret be blade. blade. Yeah, just see. Every, I was secretly Blade. Secret uh, Blade. But I wasn't going to tell them that. Little so, did he know that everyone was Secret Blade. <laughs> well, then as we started drinking more, we all agreed to be Secret Blade, <laughs> and we thought we were going to show up and just like Secret Blade that bitch out. I was but, playing uh, games at the convention while this was happening. Yeah, yeah. So, again, only I, I, O'Connor and I really drank. There was nine of us there. Everyone shows up except Austin. And we go into this this room of very normally dressed people just talking to each other. No one's hitting each other with foam swords. And I was kind of bummed out, but it also had, like, this... It, it Like, they, they set the mood well. There was a couple of, like, fake candles. It was a dark room and a giant convention center. It, that was supposed to be like a warehouse, I guess. And I was instantly like, ah, what did I sign up for? Why did I do this? Oh, uh, yeah. I but 
honestly, the dude who was like in charge of it came over and he saw we were new. He ran through everything with us. He went over the different characters and clans and everything else with us and told us how it works. Super friendly, super engaging, not like a afraid to talk to you nerdy guy. And, uh, you know, I, I, O'Connor and I were just like, yeah, let's do this. And we started a group. But before we did that, we text Austin until he came down. And wow, did you show up pissed off? <laughs> yeah. I was and not awkwardly rigid. So I was in the gaming hall and we were playing some some board games and that was fun. Uh, and then of course I, I I got the text that you guys were were down in the in the vampire hall uh, and that it was it was time to go. And so I I you were ready. I, I swallowed you? I swallowed I swallowed what what reservations I could enough to get me down down the stairs and down into that hall and uh and i i tried my best you I walked did in. Oh, i there did was, too i walked in start. there and you guys had been talking and you got and some of you had oh. like your, your character sheets or whatever like that the, the, they were handed out the pre-made character sheets and they were discussing things and it was not there it was nothing on on their end, the the guy that was explaining the different vampire clans and all that kind of stuff was very was very nice, very informative. And you showed uh, up with the most pissed off look on your face I've ever seen. You showed up only like three minutes later than we did, so it's not like you missed anything. And so we decided to make you the leader of our group. Uh, which so, which I, of course, yeah, yes, you want to drag me out of my shell, even though you are you are all nice, loosey goosey, inebriated, and I am just not wanting to be there very much. Uh, to be clear, and, we we can hold our own, but and listen, if you're under 21, do not drink, and if you are over 21, drink responsibly. But I am not exaggerating when I say we had about 10 shots in 40 minutes, and we lined that yep. bar up, and we just got ready real quick after dinner because we sobered up so angrily from waiting over an hour for our check at the, the pub beforehand. But, yep. So we showed up, yeah, a little loosey-goosey, but Austin showed up as, like, angry as possible. And <laughs> and we were like, Austin's our leader. He's in charge. He has to talk to everyone. Oh, my God. I was so... <laughs> so why, <laughs> why would you do that? So First. immediately they're like, hey, where are you guys from? Like, it's super simple. Basically, the premise there was... We are in actual Philadelphia where Pax Unplugged was, so you, the location is the location, and it's modern day. It's super easy to, like, know about the area and get in the character, and uh, the story of the, the game, I guess, since it was a lot of new players, was you're just looking for a place to sleep here. And they're like, where are you from? Where are you a refugee you're from? You're refugee vampires, and you're looking for, like, shelter and permission to stay in Philadelphia. And Austin was having none of it. Anyone who talked to him, he's like, whatever. Okay. I literally never said whatever. I, I it's so rude. I wish that I could. I I, I wish I could have done it. You I, got I, you got such a cool character too. They handed you like the coolest one out of all of us. Me and Morrison got the Malkavians who are bloodline are supposed to be crazy. You got the Salubri. They're awesome. There's yeah, only you're seven. Like the, the vampire paladin, and we gave you that on purpose so you'd be the leader. But then immediately I saw you were going to be a bummer, and, and you were killing the vibe in the whole room. So, oh my god! Then it was a huge room. There were lots of people. I was not killing the vibe in the whole room. You killed, you killed everyone's. Time. I was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you really Austin that place up. No, oh that, yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh -huh. we. Uh, but uh, I'm but not. Boss, you froze up. But I don't know what to tell you. Though, I tried yeah. to be. I, I. I tried. I couldn't do. I couldn't do it. I you did not. It. You did not try. But you were like a. You're a performer. So that's why it was frustrating because you could have really got in there and killed. I was. Regardless. And also, vampires are not. Yeah, that's 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 another. It's a, a, it's a like I, I never wanted to play vampire tabletop games. Well, whatever. It was it was it's certainly an experience. 
two minutes into it, O'Connor's gone. O'Connor, like, <laughs> went into another group, was making <laughs> friends, was talking to, like, the head of the vampires already, which you had to, like, go through 18 tests to get to. And he's just like, no, nah, I got this. And he just, like, goes there. And uh, right. I started telling everyone that I was secretly the leader. And we told people you were the leader, Austin, so that they would kill you. And uh, that, that worked well because you yes. left pretty immediately after that and wanted nothing to do with it. But the rest of our group stayed, and there was about nine of us, uh, and we had a, a really great time, to be honest. And then not only that, but the the, the guy, Jordan, I was speaking about earlier, uh, him and I decided to go out with all the LARPers because this was a Philadelphia LARP group that does it every uh, month, I believe. I will put their website in the description of this episode. If you're in Philly and you, you're into this stuff, check them out. They were super friendly, super welcoming, and I, I really recommend it if you're new to the city or, or whatever. Like, it's, it was a fun thing to do. Uh, definitely not knocking it. And when we went out to drink, there was good times. There was a lot of girls at the bar. There was a lot of stuff going on, and I didn't care about any of it. I was sitting down talking to this one guy about all the different vampire lore that exists and how Kane was the original vampire and created all these different clans and blah, blah, blah. And I, I learned so much that I quickly forgot in the, in a, the morning, but I really was <laughs> enjoying it. And Jordan came out with me and we like, we partied with these guys till like 4 a.m. Literally. It was, it was a great time. Uh, so now LARPing is my favorite thing in the world. I'll never do it again, but I loved it. <laughs> You should find you should find your 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 local uh, vampire clan chapter. I feel like I know this is judgmental of something that was proven to me to not be this way, but I feel like we got lucky and these guys were like super cool and welcoming and nice guys. I imagine the L.A. LARPs are like super pretentious theater people who have. That's your imagination. I am sure they are also mostly super. Oh, I thought you were going to go the the Harvey Weinstein eyes wide shut route. Because I could I could imagine that. Well, so that's honestly when I found out it was what vampire was after we signed up. When you guys started telling me more about it, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not joking. I really thought we were all going to be hitting each other with rubber swords, to be honest. And uh, when I found out what it was, I was a little concerned that this was 90 percent of the time just an eyes wide shut thing. Uh, but but it doesn't seem to be. <laughs> but but you still went with it, didn't you? Well, I mean, you got to test it out, right? You don't know your limits, man. That's why I got to loosen up a little before the eyes wide such scene. But it, it was a good time. I, I, I'm glad that I made you guys do that because you would not have otherwise. And I've you, done it once before. You didn't tell me that. I did. What did you do once before? I did. Me and, me and uh, Dan, when we were, I come with Silver and we did a Buffy the Vampire Slayer LARP with the sole intention of destroying their game. But they were so nice and so welcoming that Dan and I actually looked at each other and went, we can't do this in good conscience. Like, and this is like teenage Ryan, like even meaner than I am now. And we looked at each other and we're like, we can't do this to them. They're so nice. So we just went along with it. I, I don't get the bad rap that they get. I mean, yes, it's obviously nerdy, but is it really that much more nerdy than playing D&D and all that other stuff? I, I don't uh, know. There was a couple people at that one. That it's because like, like wow, some, I, it's because some of them are uh, are, are a little more. Like, 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 yes, the, the people that we talked to in that, in the Philadelphia one, were were super nice and super outgoing and everything like that. But uh, one of the game stores that we used to go to, uh, they, they rented the store, like, like once a month or something like that. And the people that were there, uh, like, I, I tried talking to them a couple times, and they were a lot more insular. I really think that's because the rest of the nerd community openly mocks and hates them. It's like furries, like... Most furries don't admit they're furries out in public because they know they're going to get shamed for it. And I 
you know, you don't tell anyone, Austin. And it's just a matter of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get yeah. it. I, I get why there's this like line with with uh, live action role play, as it were. But so long story short, I don't get it. I, I it was fun. It was cool to just like role play there. But I don't get how that works it, it, or it, goes it, anywhere or or like how they fight or any of it. We didn't really get to see that side of it. I wanted to. I definitely tried to fight someone and they were like, no, that's going to take too long. It was rock, paper, like, scissors. Yeah, but it was – that's what I thought. But it's like a lot more than that. There's you not do it supposed like, to be. There's not supposed to be a ton of fights. That's what the masquerade is, is to try to hide. It's the game and the theater of hiding from the humans. That's what the masquerade is. Sure, but how, but there's no humans in there. If you really want me to get into the nerdiness of it, is we played the what's known as the Sabbat, which are the more, if you want to say, the evil ones out of everybody. They think that humans are more like meatbags and that we should just openly rule on them. Uh, and we they fight what's known as the Camarilla, which are the more traditional vampires, which is we're behind the scenes. We make sure that humans know their place, but it, but we rule from the shadows. The Sabbat Austin, wants to take in. Yeah. Austin, I just remembered why everyone hates LARPers. It's because of shit like this. No, <laughs> this is not. This, this isn't a larper thing. I'm like, like you get, Yo, you get I, the same kind of info out of playing. What's it called? The the vampire games. Those I'm, are cool. I'm clearly kidding. I'm big into lore more than anyone. The reason I stopped playing D and D and all that stuff is because I find the combat so painfully boring. But I like the role playing aspect of it. I like the world building aspect of it. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm just getting around. But long story short, check it out if you haven't done it. Decide for yourself. Don't be a slave to the masses. Make up your own opinion. Do that with everything. And uh, I really think uh, Pax Unplugged is going to be a winner. I think it's going to stick around, and I think it was a success. And we also, plan on going next year. And there is so many things that I bought there because I have a problem with buying miniatures. Also, I think next year we should do a live recording of Robot Congress there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Absolutely. And uh, that's going to do it. Again, I'm so sorry for the microphone. I need to start traveling with the, the Blue Yeti, but it's... Uh, it's just that's just never gonna happen. Uh, so follow <laughs> me on Twitter. I, follow me on Twitter. I'm Mr. Ryan Morrison. Follow me on Twitter at Robot Austin. Don't follow me. And you can follow the show at Robot underscore Congress. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Five that stars is. only, despite what Austin's <laughs> asshole nature oh, shows. Beautiful man. I'm gonna keep all that stuff because I, I I don't know what to tell you. You're a man with opinions, and you shouldn't back down from a bully like Morrison. That's not yeah, true. that's right. Five You're a bully. Nice I don't understand what's going Just on. Five, five stars for everybody. Good night. <laughs>turn the tails on you. Cut him. Normally you, you interrupt him with the no, intro. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Austin with the epic level troll. Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I'm Ryan Snow Morrison. Whatever you're ready. <laughs> now it's not fun anymore. You've ruined it forever. Yes! <laughs> Take it back from him, Austin. Take it back. We're taking it back.